All righty. How is everybody today? Well, oh, oh, I got to fix all this. Okay. Welcome to Horror Talk, where we talk everything horror. That's what this channel's about. Horror, horror, horror. Horror movies. We're going to talk about movies in the future, uh, horror TV, because horror is bigger than it's ever been, right? With all the streaming services that are coming out, I mean, horror is just, just the beginning. It's growing like a mad dog. And it's time to have a channel that represents horror. And a mix of sci-fi and, and some other stuff we might call horror or not. I mean, our government is considered horror, but we're not going to go there. All right. Now, welcome. I'm happy that you're here for the very first launch of Horror Talk. Okay. Now, some of you might recognize me from my other channel, uh, Gypsy Road. Great channel. I have a co-host named Dr. Wu. We have a great time. We have a fun time. That's usually about a two-hour show. This show is going to be anywhere from zero to one hour. No more, no less. I mean, I've already got some content already on this channel. I mean, there's some old trailers and all that. And that's what this channel is about. It's about doing some horror talk live. And then I'm also going to be uh, uh, showing some horror trailers. Drop them here so you guys have your horror talk. I might clip my own videos. And I actually uh, do have a website. Also called Gypsy Live. Now, Gypsy Live has paranormal, UFOs, Bigfoot. I even have a horror section where I pick a horror movie of the month and I put it on there where I had a whole good old two hour discussion on my Gypsy Road channel. So just come aboard. Let's have a fun time. Let's just enjoy it. Right now, there's two things you should be bringing to this channel two things coffee. And some kind of weapon, right? I have a sword. Because you never know. You never know who, who could be behind that screen. You don't know. That's the beautiful thing about horror. You just don't know. You don't know who's behind you. You don't know who's on the side of you. But guys, beyond that, we're just here to have a good time. Talk horror peacefully. If you're a troll, get the fuck out. Get out of here. We don't have time for trolls. This is not a troll channel. This is for horror lovers, horror movie lovers. That's what this channel is about. And I hope you guys kick back, have fun, because this is being also broadcast on DLive. This is also being broadcast on Instagram. And this is also being uh, broadcast on Twitter. And, of course, this goes to podcasts. So, baby, you and I, we're everywhere. And I also have my own Reddit page. Gypsy Road Reddit page. I drop a lot of horror stuff on there, along with any other stuff. So, so as an intro, most of my show is going to be surrounded by a certain movie, a, a, a franchise, you know, wh wh whatever it is. Okay. Now, this one is just an intro, so so we're not going to talk about a franchise. For example, my next show that I'm probably going to do most of these live shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think I'm going to be doing them about 9 a.m. in the morning. Okay, 9 a.m. in the morning um, uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then any other day, I might just appear to do a live show. Might just drop some videos. Who knows? I'm happy everywhere. But for sure, Tuesdays and Thursdays will be Horror Talk Live. Okay? And I really want you guys to join my channel. Join. Have a fun time. Let's just get together and have a safe Horror Talk. Okay? Now, 
Saying that, for today's show, I found on a reader's poll from um, Rolling Stone magazine, the 10 best horror movies voted by people. Okay, so I thought, you know, since I'm not going to uh, 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 surround just a movie. And guys, when, when I do a movie on this channel, like my next episode, my next show on Tuesday is going to be about the franchise of Friday the 13th. We're going to go through every single Friday the 13th and we're going to talk about what is your favorite Friday the 13th and what is the meaning behind that Friday the 13th for you. Because there's things that people don't understand. When people hear horror movies, they think cheap budget, cheap everything, right? Horror, horror is cheap. And, I, I, and I'm here to tell you that horror movies are more true to documentaries than actual documentaries. I know you're thinking to yourself, ah, you're full of it. What are you talking about? Documentaries are true. No, they're not. Documentaries does not mean it's a true story. It doesn't. A director has an idea, trying to find evidence or whatever the, whatever the show is. I don't know. Say you're doing a documentary on airplanes, on the invention of airplanes, how they fly and all that. A, doc, a director could recut whatever beliefs he has and replace it with maybe the actual true facts. That's what documentaries are. It's just somebody's an opinion. They're not an actual true fact. Yeah, they're trying to show you footages of stuff. But horror movies, a real good horror movie. I'm not talking about. The, the bad, 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 cheesy ones. A real good horror movie will take elements of what's going on in real life and puts it puts it in a horror movie, right? And it puts it in there. And, and then you come out with the masterpiece. I mean, of, of that time. When you watch horror movies throughout the 80s and 90s, you will see representations of elements that are, are happening in that life. I mean, it's more of a documentary than most of these movies are. And the symbols, the symbolism with, with the meaning, it, it, it just goes on and on. They're just, they're just fantastic. So if you don't like horror movies, you got to ask yourself, why not get into it? There's so many different kind of horror movies. There's gory horror movies. There's comedy horror movies. They're gross. I mean, there's every horror movie for every kind of person out there. There's horror movies for kids, teens, adults. Ask yourself, become a horror fan like myself. I love horror movies. Let's, let's all get into horror movies together, people. Let's do this. Got your coffee? Drink your coffee. Uh, you know, with my daughter, my daughter's uh, 13. Uh, I'm sorry. She's actually, she's going to be 14 this year. But my daughter and I have been watching horror movies since, I don't know, when she's five or six. You know, she understands that horror movies are just make-believe and, and they're not real. And she don't have bad dreams and all that. It's because I never hit her away from horror movies. I tell her, these are meant for fun. And that's exactly what they are. That's what they're here to do, is meant for fun. So, so cuddle up. Get a blanket. Watch a horror movie tonight. Now, I'm going to look at a list. Of the top 10 horror movies voted by people from uh, the Rolling Stone magazines. And let's see what they put. I didn't look at it yet. Because why? Because this is real. This is raw. This is between you and I. We're going to have fun together. And if we don't have fun together, then there's a lot of thousand other channels you could watch. Here we go. Now, this is the Rolling Stone magazine. And this is their top 10 of their picks. Of what they believe that are, are the favorites wrong. So, and, and I like these because the reason is 
horror movies that are voted by people like you and I, that are the movies that, that I, I want to see. So-called movie critics, right? So-called Hollywood movie critics, whoever they are, they don't know shit about horror movies. They look at a horror movie as a cheap budget, cheap acting, and they don't get the understanding behind what a horror movie is about. A real critic just, don't, they don't have real taste. You know, they're like, they're, they're more about, oh, the movie's got to have lighting. The writing has got to be perfect. You know, it's got to be almost an Oscar kind of a nominated movie or show. And if it's not, then they don't like it. So movie critics, get the fuck out. You don't belong here. This is real down the earth people who love horror movies for what they are. Okay. Now, one of the best things about horror movies is if you're a new director, you're a new producer, you're, you're trying to get into the movie business. The horror movies is always the step for a lot of uh, um, creators to get started in. Why? Because you don't need a high budget for a horror movie. You, you really don't. You can make a good horror movie under a million bucks. If you do it good, you're writing good, you do a good couple cool jump scares, then you got yourself something fantastic. I mean, a lot of famous people, Sam Raimi, you guys know him. He did all the, uh, the original Spider-Man movies and all that. Sam Raimi came from the Evil Dead. That's where he started from. John Carpenter got his name star from the original Halloween movies. Made that way low budget. To a point where they could hire a regular actor to play Michael Myers. They got a, a cameraman to play Michael Myers. Shit, they had to go down, buy a William Shatner's mask, paint it white, and they have a mask for the movie. Because they had no budget. But if you do it right, you do it good, you got something special. You got something really special, all right? Now, that's enough of me, right? And you guys better be subscribing to this channel right now. You better hit that subscribe. I don't want to hear, well, horror's not my thing. I don't, no, 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 no. Movie, a great movie is a great movie. Click that subscribe and subscribe now. Hit that notification because you should want to know when I come on, right? And hopefully one day we get a lot of people come on and I can get some real good comments going. You know, on my other channel, I got about 13,000 subscribers. Here I got less than 20. But sometimes I don't mind having less than 20 subscribers on this channel versus my 13,000. Because why? Because I know the people who are coming watching me are real. They're watching it for myself, for me. And I appreciate that. I really do. Um, let's hear. Number 10, Poltergeist. Now, if you're in the Medell Effect world, some people thought Poltergeist was directed by Steven Spielberg. No, no. He just produced it. He didn't direct this movie. That's just a little throw out Medell Effect for people who believe in Medell Effects. You know, Poltergeist is not directed by uh, Steven Spielberg. Poltergeist. Like many great horror movies, Poltergeist begins by presenting a picture square American family living carefree in the suburbs. Everything seems fine and dandy until Simsley, benevolent ghost, begins taking over their house. Needless to say, the ghost's true intentions quickly surface and their daughter is sucked into a portal in her closet. Able to communicate only via the family television set. It's extremely freaky. 
though star I'm sorry stay far away from the sequels now poltergeist is a masterpiece of its own okay the sequels poltergeist 2 it's you know it's average poltergeist 3 totally sucked that, that, that movie can be flushed down the toilet like, like there's no tomorrow. I'm not just flushed down the toilet. I would take a turd on top of Poltergeist 3 and then flush it down the toilet. Make sure the turd gets all, all in that, okay? Poltergeist really is, is a masterpiece in that kind of a movie because it, it brought ghost spirits on on investigations and all that you know i mean i mean we all know the famous stories about ed and lorraine warren the, the original like ghost hunters and all that but you never really seen it like on a tv screen it's like pre um pre streaming services of ghost adventures ghost hunters i mean whatever whatever paranormal show that there is out there um the the show <clears throat> sorry about that Sorry about that. Poltergeist was like the pre-investigations and and really and what I love what I love about Poltergeist a lot of people don't, don't really talk about it. The scene where the mother and father were on the bed and they're smoking pot, right? And that's a dramatic scene. I know there's nothing horror about that scene, but the movie showed a regular family that technically it is a Steven Spielberg production and he's more oriented to family to show how you can be part of a regular family and you can still smoke that weed you know so it really it really did that movie really does do a lot of things and who could never forget that famous you know scene with the tv they're here i mean that is that is iconic that is iconic i mean if you if you've never seen poltergeist it's not like bloody it's it's not like a conjuring it's a little bit more calmed down than a conjuring but it's a really great movie to start of what a, a ghost investigation involves you know with the cameras and trying to find the answers and then you know the big twist i mean if you haven't seen the movie i don't know where this ha you know this the whole the whole uh, community was built over a, gr a graveyard you know they moved the headstones but they never moved the bodies see that's the problem what the sequel did where they also said there's an Indian reservation or an Indian, you know, you know, burial underneath this graveyard. Because, because let me tell, that never makes sense to me. Never makes sense because, because if it was an original graveyard, right? And in those days, you know, there wasn't cre, there wasn't like I don't know what the percentage of cremations are. Most people get buried in the ground, right? So you dig these gigantic holes. So everybody that was buried in the ground, where was this big hole? And the second one, where where this freaky priest guy took everybody in there, and they all like killed themselves. What are where, where 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 did that come from, right? So that's that's some of the problems with the second one, because because well they didn't dig di deep enough. Well, really, when when you put a, a coffin in the ground, dude, they, they go pretty deep, right? They go really deep to put a coffin in the grave. You, you're gonna tell me they, they couldn't hit the um graveyard I mean that, that's to me to me that's just crazy that, that that is just nuts nuts well that was number 10 on their list let's see what's number nine the thing yes the thing 
let's read what this says. John Carpenter, 1982 horror flick, The Thing, had a lot working against it. Not only did it have to open up the same exact day as Blade Runner, it hit theaters just weeks after E.T., a movie that presented aliens as lovable as little creatures who were great with kids. The extraterrestrial in the thing had a very different agenda. Instead of levitating bicycles through aliens or shapeshifters that terrorized scientists in the Antarctica, the men never knew whether they are dealing with colleagues or a vicious alien that has taken their form. It couldn't compete with E.T. and Blade Runner, but today it seems as an absolute classic of the of the gen. Now, first of all, just reading this, I don't know about competing with like Blade Runner because I like Blade Runner. I think a lot of you guys who know me who watches this channel love Blade Runner too. But Blade Runner was technically a, a, a box office flop. So you, you can't say that people didn't go see the thing because they went and saw Blade Runner because technically nobody saw it. It, it, it. Blade Runner is more considered as a cult classic than an actual, um, you know, an actual, it's a masterpiece kind of a movie, but you know what I'm saying? That people just didn't go watch Blade Runner. Now, E.T. is interesting because, you know, I mean, E.T. was one of the biggest movies of all time. I mean, there, there's no there's no question behind that. But saying that, E.T. at that time it was it was a uh, it was a PG movie, right? I mean, E.T. was a PG movie, so horror movies are rated R, and back in those days, they really kept people out unless you're 18 and over so i can't you can't really say that et kind of hurt the movie because you know i mean it's a cute little alien I, I like et but the thing is totally different you know but excuses aside the thing i mean what can you say about the movie it's a masterpiece i mean the the, the effects that are in this movie, the thing is just something that you never really saw before. I mean, this, the special effects that John Carpenter has done. Here, let me pull out some pictures of, of from that movie, the thing, the 19, 1982 thing images. And, and, let, and let's see. Let's look here. Let me stop this. Let me share the screen. Let's pull up some photos of the thing. That's my Instagram. That's, well, good morning. Well, good morning to you, too. Oh, you got your coffee? You're watching me? I hope you're watching me because you should. If you're not watching me, I don't ask, uh, you, know, you know, why not? You should be watching me. People on Instagram, you should. I think I'm broadcasting live. I don't know if it's working. But if you're not watching me, then then there's, some, there's something wrong. There's something wrong because you should be watching me. Here we go. Let's look here. Now, look at this. Look at that. I mean, dude, that looks more real than the CGI crap that you see nowadays. It, it really does. 
I mean, it's just amazing that that just the special effects on what they did. I mean, you can watch this movie today, and and you wouldn't know that you you, you wouldn't even think that it was in the eighties. I mean, if you see the hair, I mean, you, you'll under, you'll guess that it's in the eighties because of the hair, but but just what the creatures look like. I mean, you can't hold on. That's the fly right there, right? I mean, oh, okay. It looks, I mean, the fly must use the same special effects. But I mean, it's just a freaking masterpiece. I mean, this part that with his hands are looking when they figure out that he's part of the thing, and then and then you have the spiders. I mean, it's a glorious movie. I mean, if you haven't seen the thing, you have to. Oh wow, this is like special effects that they're making behind there. I guess Halloween con uh, contest. Wow, somebody made a, a, ha a Halloween contest entry, dude. That should be first place. I mean, all the way, a hundred percent. Now this, this, like I said, this, this movie, the thing is one of the greats. So so far, who's ever voting? On the on the uh, Rolling Stones is doing a freaking hell of a job. I mean that is just that is just freaking that is just freaking awesome. That is just freaking awesome. All right, let's go back to that list. Let's see what else is on that list. Man, I'm having so much fun with you guys. Let's see here, Night of the Living Dead. Long before The Walking Dead, 28 Days Later, World War X, and the countless other zombie movies and TV shows of recent years, there was Night of the Living Dead, directed by George Romero. The film centers around a young couple forced to fend off a massive zombie attack at a Pennsylvania farm. Yeah, yeah, you can't trust people from Pennsylvania, right? You know, they're probably the people that ride those horses, those, those uh, uh, you know, they live off the land or whatever. For, uh, uh, not Mormons. God, <laughs> Mormons about to call everybody Mormons, um, whatever they're called. Yeah, it is. It's a scary, it's a scary kind of place. You know, it is, it is. Oh, did I freeze? No. Okay. Okay, Romero shot the movie on a micro-budget and it quickly stirred up controversy due to the scene of graphic violence. This was before the MPAA rating systems, so children of all ages were allowed in. Obviously, the more negative press it generated, the longer the lines became. Romero shot many sequels over the past few decades, but the original remains the true masterpiece. Yeah. The black and white, I mean, they, they actually have a, a version of Night of the Living Dead that's in color, but the black and white is marvelous. I mean, they're coming to get you, Barbara. I mean, who does not remember that saying? They're coming for you. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I mean, that is just, just watching that scene, the way he's saying it. And, and that guy is actually... Um, I think he was the actually director or producer on on the show. So, I mean, yeah, that's just that's just wonderful. Man, am I freezing up? 
I can't tell if I'm frozen or not, man. I, ho I hope I'm not frozen, but if I am, you know, I, I, I apologize. Yeah. It looks like, look like, let me see here. Let me see. Is there some things running in the background? Do I need to uh, shut down? That's causing this to, um, let me see here. No, no, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why. Uh, I mean, it looks like I, I'm frozen. I, I hopefully I'm not. I wish somebody could tell me in the uh, chat if I'm frozen or not. But you know, you know what they say, right? The show must go on, frozen or not. Even if I don't know if I'm frozen or not, the show must go on. All right. So The Walking Dead. I mean, there's so many shows out there that The Walking Dead. I mean, everybody takes pieces out from. Uh, from the you know Night of the Living Dead, George Romero is just if he had a Mount Rushmore of, of of directors, producers, how can you not have George Romero on there? I mean, seriously, you, you have to have that guy on there. I mean, it, 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 if you don't, then you don't know about movies. You don't know about horror movies. I mean, to create a a, a masterpiece out of like no budget, just like, you know, John Carpenter, you know, took a cue out of him. You know, you can make great movies. You don't have to have these big, huge budgets. And to be able to be able to do that, it's just something that uh, can never be done almost on his level because he created a genre. He created the zombie genre. I mean, the zombie genre was not in existence like that movie. I mean, that movie took it. And made it forefront of zombie movies. I'm, I'm sure there's movies before that you could claim that says, see, that's the original zombie. That's the original zombie. That's the original zombie. But what George Romero did, I mean, created a whole new genre in movies. And it's one of those kind of movies that's going to be hard to ever top to, to create a whole new genre. <coughs> Sorry about that. So that is... That should be on the list. Kind of low. The Haunting. A movie about a diverse group of people who forced to spend the night in an old haunted house may sound like the most clinched story in the world. But that wasn't the case back in September 1963 when the first hit, hit theaters. Based on Shirley Jackson's 1959 novel, The Haunting of Hell House, The Haunting remains freakishly chilling. All these years later, much of the suspense comes from watching the actress Julie Harris go completely insane. There's also a lesbian character. Ooh, head of his time right there, right? And then don't get me wrong. There's been lesbian all through life. But, but to actually put it on a movie and a TV, that takes some balls. And that's one thing about horror movies. They take, they take the balls. They take it and they run with it. They'll rub the balls here and there, and they really put it forefront. So I, I can see that. Now, I, yeah, there was a remake with Liam Nelson, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Owen Wilson. And the only thing I'm going to say is that's a bad remake. I mean, seriously, that is a bad remake. I, I do I do not recommend that remake at all. You know, if – um. I'm, I'm glad they were talking about the original haunting because, like I said, the bad, you know. God, I can't tell if I'm just freezing up or not. 
you know, maybe me shut down this other browser. Maybe I have another browser on that's that's causing this. So let me shut down. Let me quit that browser, and hopefully, and hopefully that, you know, if if I am freezing, I, I like I said, I don't even know if I'm freezing or not, and then you know, hopefully I'm not. Well, let's see here. Let's go to number six, Alien, horror in space. Basically, right? Basically, horror in space. That's basically what Alien really is. It, it, it took horror and made, put it in space. Alien, you could also say it kind of started uh, who uh, uh, a kind of a new genre. Not a genre where it's the first time ever having aliens on, you know, aliens come to Earth. Because there's always been movies about that. But but the suspense, the, 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 the coldness in space... And it's one of the movies where you know it's one of those rare movies where a, a woman's a star is the is the is the badass, right? I mean, most movies, you know, that's I'm not trying to be sexist here, but most movies, it's always the guys that are the badass. A lot of horror movies, yeah, they'll have the women like survive, you know, over men, which technically horror movies have always shown women to be more badasses than men all through history. But Alien just kind of took that woman. And took it to a whole new level of badass. And Alien, if you haven't seen the Alien, you really should. There's something pretty freaky about any movie featuring aliens. Most people recognize there is no such things as zombies, ghosts, werewolves, or demons from hell. Well, we don't really know that. I don't know. You might say most people. I guess that's true. But... If these most people believe in heaven, kind of gotta believe in demons, right? I mean, really. I mean, I mean, they say the world is more religious than not, so they have to believe in demons. Now, they might not have to believe in demons the way the movies put them out there, but you gotta believe in demons. If you believe in demons, you gotta believe in ghosts. I mean, the only thing on here that you could question is werewolves, but you know, there's werewolves. You got Bigfoot. You also have. Um, uh, skinwalkers, so you know, okay. In Ridley Scott 1979 classic film, a group of astronauts in the distant future find themselves trapped on a spaceship with the vicious space creature that popped out of a poor guy's stomach. The thing picks off the crew one by one before a final showdown with Signoni Weaver. Scott is a brilliant craftsman, letting tension slowly build, and it, and it comes absolutely unbearable. James Cameron followed up with Alien seven years later, and unlike most horror movie sequels, it almost stands up to the original. Okay, slow burns. Yes, Alien really did that. Alien... You, you guys know what I'm talking about. When you guys hear the word slow burns, where wh when you're watching a movie, right, and the movie, you know, it, it, it has to build a storyline. And then once it builds a storyline, then it kicks in. And then you got, like, like the whole ending of these movies made it all, makes it all worthwhile, right, to uh, uh, um, watch it. So, so that is awesome. Wow. Okay, let's see here. Let's go back. Kind of weird. I've been watching like uh, people are watching. There were seven, then it went down to one. So hopefully, um, 
I'm still on. Hopefully people can see me. And if you guys are there, if you guys are watching me on uh, um, through the uh, YouTube, you know, write a comment. Put something in there. I like to read it. Let's go to let's go to number five. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, baby. There we go. That's a that's that movie that 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 that, that took white trash, right? We will think what white trash is. That started probably the genre of calling every person, every poor white person, white trash. That's probably where they came from. This movie, right? If you're a poor white man, I'm sorry. They always call us white trash. I don't know why, but maybe it's because of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Maybe Texas Chainsaw Massacre was the movie that started the saying white trash. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Here we go. The 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 title tells you pretty much all you need to know about this one. It's in Texas. Well, yeah. I mean, if you didn't think it was in Texas, then I guess, you know, must be a moron. Now, it doesn't mean it was filmed in Texas. Could be filmed on a lot in Hollywood. I mean, that's how that's what most movies are. But who knows? At a massacre shop for just three hundred thousand dollars with the cast of no with, with cast of known actors. The film shocked audience in 1974 with its graphic violence and unforgettable images, like a woman impaled on a meat hook. The movie begins by saying it was an account of tragedy which befell a group of five youths. Unless there's an unreported massacre by a chainsaw-welding maniac somewhere in Texas history, this seems to be a very clever fib by the filmmakers, who almost certainly had no idea they were changing cinema forever. After this, you didn't need a big budget. A careful cinography and known actors to make a movie. You just need a great idea. Clever directing and willingness to push boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what can you say with a masterpiece like um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I mean, it, it really is a it really is a masterpiece of a movie, Leatherface. I mean, I mean, you could almost say that that the movie. Um, the movie had his first first crossdresser on screen in a lot of ways. I mean, he is changing uh, skins. I mean, it's almost like um, the movie Silence of the Lambs, right? Where where that guy was murdering people because he wanted to uh, uh, change his face. You know, uh, so yeah, Chainsaw Massacre is is really a masterpiece and it probably changed cinema forever. Um, when you think of horror movies, you cannot. Think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre being part of the great genre that that it really is. I mean, all the great uh, remakes, the remakes. You know, every Texas Chainsaw Massacre has something special on it. Even the one with Matthew McConaughey, where he went total Matthew McConaughey in in one of the Texas Chainsaw Massacres, which which is a fun movie. And I'm sure when we get down to um, when we get down to um. When I when this when this channel when this show starts to go to individuals and we're you know when I'm gonna start showing the trailers and we're gonna dive into and dissect the franchise itself that's well that's where we're really gonna get dirty and fun and and all that so you know what guys that's what I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna stop here I'm gonna stop from ten to five 
And then I'm actually going to do a surprise show tomorrow on this. I'm going to do a surprise show on this tomorrow where I, I'm going to do the second top five. You know, uh, I have a I have a, a another show on my Gypsy Road channel um, at 1 p.m. Pacific time to 1 to 3 p.m. And what I'll probably do is is I'll do a second part of this, you know, get get the get the top top five of this after that show, so I could you know try to get more uh, people to come over here, so we actually get a cool conversation piece. But you know, sometimes the problem is when you have another channel, and you have a co-host. A lot of times, people can't watch that person solo. It, it, it's it's weird. They 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 can't. It's it's it, it's strange, right? And I want this channel to be something special for me because I love horror movies. I love horror talk, and you know I'm gonna work my ass off to do whatever I can to find some guests to come on. I'm not talking about like just actors and actresses because most actors would never come on a show with me, you know, because I'm not big time. I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a, a a movie critic, you know. I no no. Let me get them wrong. We're all movie critics. Any if anybody has a thought on a movie. You are a movie critic. You don't have to work for a magazine or a website somewhere in Hollywood to be considered a or a newspaper to be considered a true movie critic. If you have a thought, dude, you're a movie critic. You are. Your thoughts are just as important as they are. Because if you base on all your movies on what somebody else says, then I hate to say it, you're a moron. You could listen to people. And hear their opinions and pick apart because maybe they saw some things in movies that you never saw. Now you got something to go back to and check out. So, and that's what this channel is going to be about. This is going to be a true channel of us horror lovers, and it's going to get better. I'm going to have more uh, trailers and this stuff, but but when you start a channel, new stuff, the best way to start, you just got to do it. Just do it like this. Put it on, hit film. If people watch it, great. People don't, screw you. You know. You know, you know, and some people like you on a certain channel. Like I said, they can't watch you without a co-host or something. I mean, you got people like that. It, it, it is, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. Um, so who's ever watching this, hopefully you're enjoying this because I love horror movies. And like I said, I'll do a surprise one tomorrow with the last top five. And then in the weeks come, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to be talking about individual franchise, and I'll have trailers and all that. I can't, I couldn't have like ten trailers for all these, because you do get copyright, not like copyright strikes, but monetization. Where whatever, I don't make money off anything anyway. Some reason, people don't like to donate to me. You know, they'll donate to other weird people, but hey, that's fine. What people, what people do with their money is their business. It's none of my business. So, but beyond that, I want to start a true horror community. Um, go to my website. I'm, I'm going to type it in here. Uh, please go to my website because it's just going to grow and grow. I'm going to have horror, paranormal, ghost, whatever is on there. And also, um, I also have a Reddit page that I put every community format on there. I mean, I, I don't, I don't hold back. It, it, it's meant to be fun. It's meant to, for all of you to um, tribute and put stuff on there, and I'll and I'll put and I'll put um, 
I'll put this in the chat too, and also I'll put it in the um, in the thing in the bottom. So uh, please subscribe to my channel, hit that notification bell. Let's just create something fun, a fun atmosphere. You know, this is something that I love, and if you want to be part of it, let's be part of it. Let's grow this together. All right. Um, who's ever watching this? Thank you very much. I appreciate it because taking time out of your day, just watch somebody on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter or whatever format it is. I mean, it's, it's a lot. And I want to thank you for doing that. It's, it's, I appreciate it. And I, I know I'm no expert. I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan. I just love horror movies. I mean, that's all I am. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this. And uh, beyond that, guys, hey, have a have a wonderful day, man. Have a wonderful day. And I hope I see some of you guys tomorrow on the Gypsy Road channel. And I'll do the second part of of the top five that's voted by, voted for by people. And then next week we're going to break down individual movies. My first one is we're going to talk about the Friday Thirteenth franchise next Tuesday. So beyond that, please subscribe to my channel. And guys, have a great day. Love you all.